Hi, everyone. Welcome to Raising Up Cops, the podcast about raising Coptic kids in Western culture. I'm Laura. And I'm Madonna. And today we asked our listeners a question about social media. Do you talk about your kids on social media? Do you post about them? Why or why not? And how much? So, Laura, can you kind of tell us about what your policy is in your family with posting on social media? Yeah. So um, when I was really active on Facebook and when the kids were young, I love to post about them, post all the hilarious things they said and did and cute pictures. And then my oldest got to a point where she said, like, that's enough. Don't post about me anymore. And she's um, very introverted. And so she said no. And I decided to respect her. And then I had my second kid and was posting about him. And I ended up actually, Madonna, getting in trouble with my grandmother. (laughs) My grandmother was like, you have to stop posting about one kid and not the other. Like, do you not love the first one enough? I was like, no, I love her so much. I'm respecting her. She said, don't post. And I'm like listening out of respect. But Teta was sure that I was like favoring the son over the daughter. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And now I think um, I don't post about them very much. I don't mention their names very often. And we're just too busy anyway, like living life. I don't really have time to... Um, be posting pictures. Uh, but I, I just love them. And I, I miss it. I miss posting about them. But I feel like it's the best thing for us. Only you would find a way to be too busy in a pandemic to post on social media. <laughs> well, you know, like starting a podcast, and whatever. <laughs> things, I know. Um, yeah, I think we kind of followed the same sort of guideline, Laura, I mean, at the beginning, and I think um, people that listen to this that know me have probably seen this, but I used to post so much about my kids. I used to post the conversations I would have with them. I used to post um, situations we would get into and uh, photos of what they did back when they were much younger, especially my daughter. Um, but then later on, she like, I am actually the one that introduced the worry, to be honest with you. It wasn't her. She has no idea that there's a thing called social media. My daughter doesn't. But then when I started telling her because I got nervous, I said, you know, when mommy takes a picture of you, sometimes um, a lot of people can see these photos. And sometimes it is not people that you know. Sometimes when we have a conversation and I think it's a good one, I'll tell people what we said and what you said and because I just like what you have to say. And she was kind of confused by that. But when she saw that most of it was good stuff, she was like, yes, tell everybody about how wonderful I am. (laughs) But whenever I said something like that was not necessarily a happy situation, she was much more um, resistant to that. She was like, please, please don't tell people that kind of stuff. So she was definitely sensitive to people thinking less of her. So I'm way more cautious now. And um, by default, it's trickled down to my younger son. I don't... I just don't post as much in general now because um, not because I don't think he's hilarious and not because I don't think that we don't have good conversations. It's just I decided it's a good policy all around to not post things without their permission and without telling them first. Yeah, I feel like we we love our kids. We want them to have the right to their own privacy and their own, um, you know, just like autonomy over their own existence, I guess, in that way. Um, but I, you know, I have to tell you, I did, I couldn't help myself. I love the hilarious things that they say. So I started keeping them in a little notepad just so that I would have it somewhere else so that I wouldn't get lost because social media at first was the way that I was keeping a record of all the things that we were doing together. 
That's such a good solution too for when you have that itch when you want to share, you know, you can write it down in a journal somewhere. And someone suggested that to me, but I am not a disciplined person. I will be in the car parking and then I'll remember something and I'll, you know, just post it on the spot. It's not like I'm at home thinking about what they did that day, you know? It just kind of happens. It's very handy. Very, very handy. It is. It is. And the best part is like you, you do have a record of it. It's just online for everybody to see. So, you know, that comes with its own traps. <laughs> yeah. So we asked our readers some of the reasons that they, whether they post or not, some of the reasons they choose not to post. And so um, one was saying that she used to, but she stopped for the same reasons we gave for their privacy and security. Um, Others say like maybe they share stories but not pictures because they don't know how those pictures will be used in the future. Um, one said no, too many horror stories were very strict. And he said even his wife and he don't interact on social media. Um, he doesn't want people to know his you know like family dynamics or like um, have too much access to them that way. We had one person who said they used to, but they stopped after watching The Social Dilemma. Which I have not seen, but I have heard horror stories and I'm scared to watch it. I'll be honest with you. I don't want to know. I feel like it's too late for me. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there was a couple of people that posted also their reasons. And um, this one's a big one. So people are just scared. They want to be sensitive to other people's ailments, their loneliness, their losses, their weakness. You know, if I'm posting, uh, as this woman said, if I'm posting about my mother-daughter day and say, like, somebody just lost their mom or somebody just lost their, their daughter, you know, God forbid, these things will hurt them and will make them feel more of that sadness and more of that loss. There's also, of course, the privacy issues, which you talked about, respecting kids um, and and honestly, them not really understanding how far the reach is of whatever is posted about them. You know, and understanding that all these things stay on on the internet basically permanently. And then another one, which I thought was such a good point, um, a friend of mine actually posted, I think it's just pretentious, you know, I'm spending so much time on social media talking about how my kids are my world and how wonderful they are, and simultaneously ignoring my world that I just talked about to post on social media. So I'm not interacting with them, but I'm talking about them. And that just seems ridiculous, which I I love that perspective too. And it's so true that I think a lot of people do get caught up in that kind of web and that in that trap of posting, 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 ignoring the the life going on right in front of them. It happens. I think that's really a brilliant point that if we if we love our kids so much, we should be spending time with them and not necessarily bragging about them. I think that's one of the things for me. Like I rarely post like a happy anniversary of Una post because he's not on social media. Who am I posting that? Like, you know, happy anniversary to the person that I'm talking to, not. To. So it's just, um, it's one of those things, you know, like balancing the joy, the overflow of joy, you know, that we're feeling with sensitivity to other people's feelings and also being careful not to be hypocrites about it, you know, or like being ironic about but, it. But I will tell you, you know, um, a simple example, like I, I have a friend and I realize this is just one person's uh, perspective. You know, she's gone through many miscarriages, unfortunately. And one of the things that she told me when I, you know, asked her, how do you feel when you see people posting about their babies? Because it's something that comes up. And she told me, you know, we're not dumb. We know that people still have babies. We know that people are still out there procreating. It's not like suddenly the world stopped doing that. And seeing it, I mean, of course it causes hurt, but we know that the world goes on. And so, um, 
And there's people that will say, like, we're not responsible for everybody else's happiness, right? People are going to experience loss, whether you post about it or not. And obviously, being sensitive to other people's um, feelings is a really good thing. But there will always be something that can offend somebody or make them feel a certain way that you were not trying to do. So is that enough reason? I don't know. Should we be cognizant of that? It won't hurt. I think that is a very nice thing to do is be careful. Yeah, for sure. And then I think, Madonna, you had some reasons for us to post, right? Yeah. So some people, um, they, so especially with our Coptic community, right, we have a lot of people um, who have families still abroad, you know, in many places. Our our um, Coptic reach is really far, right? Our diaspora is very big. So the only way that they felt like they can keep with that many different uh, places and people and family members was posting on social media. They want to see the kids grow up. They want to see um, what we're doing in our lives because they can't be here in real time as a part of it. Another one is I saw that people feel like um, they're celebrating one another. They're, when they see other people's um, posts about victories, about exciting happenings, they see it as a form of celebrating. It's just more people... Uh, joining in the the happiness. And if somebody's posting sad thing, it's more people praying for one another. Um, it's more people being in community. And some people post because they just want to encourage other people. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I love what you said about connecting with family. You know, even the US is so huge. You know, you could have family in California that you see once a year, like not very often. And I know that I, you know, one Lent, I got off of Facebook. I was like, I'm going to do this. And when I came back, um, one of our family members, one of our cousins was like, where did you go? Don't ever do that again. I was so worried. You know, this they want, we all want to be connected. I love watching other people's kids grow up and like seeing pictures of them with their families. It just makes me so happy. Yeah. And I agree. And I think that's one of the things that uh, we want to touch on is, you know, you as an individual, what are you feeling when you're looking through social media? Are you going through and seeing other people's posts and feeling joy with them and feeling, um, you know, one of the things that happened to me is I saw somebody go through a loss and I remembered that one of my friends that I haven't spoken to had recently gone through a similar loss and it sparked me to reach out to them. And I think, you know, that's something I wouldn't have thought about before I saw it on my feed. Um, and so there is good things to come out of posting and there's good things as long as you as an individual are using it for that purpose. Now, of course, you can be scrolling through your social media and maybe wasting time, uh, which is 100% <laughs> going to happen, you know. And then, of course, you could be scrolling through social media and feeling that anger and feeling that fear or feeling that resentment towards other people and their happy marriages, you know, when you may not necessarily have one or you have experienced a loss, like we said. It really comes down to you as an individual, how you're feeling as you are part of social media. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, I especially like 2020 has been such a tough year. There were days when I felt like I was getting on social media to pick a fight. Like I just wasn't feeling good. And I was like, who can I yell at today? Or like, what can, what kind of argument can I start? You know, but I think that um, one of the beautiful things, you know, one of the messages we got is she said I think sometimes our culture is too confused too consumed with the belief that everyone is out to get us or no one wants the best for us I share pictures and activities on social media because my son is my joy and every day brings a new struggle and behind every picture is a fond memory 
that you may not understand, but it triggers instant replay. I relive the moment and find joy in that. And I think we talked about like Facebook memories, the old photos coming back up and how much that does bring us joy. Those, those get me when I go through my Facebook memories, they get me when I see my little five-year-old now, like back in diapers. And it just, it just kills me a little bit in a good way. I'm just remembering those good things. And I really have to agree with that, um, that opinion too. So Madonna, you had some tips for us for staying safe on social media, right? So obviously there's ways for you to, um, if you are going to be on social media, there is good ideas and bad ideas, right? So when we're posting about our kids specifically, you don't want to post identifying information. Um, you don't want to, like on the first day of school, you don't want to post them a picture of them in front of your of their school with the name just displayed out in the open or them in their uniforms with the name on that. Um, and you also, you don't want to post compromising photos such as your kids in the tub or naked and Sometimes even depending on the age, you don't want to post them in their bathing suits. Even that can be a little questionable. Um, there are people out there who find joy in watching and uh, in, in seeing those kinds of photos. And you don't want to, um, you know, subject your kids to that kind of thing. Pay attention a little bit to what you're sharing and how much information is out there. Um, we did get a comment about that, right, Madonna, about yes, privacy? Yes, one, uh, one person was saying that nowadays there is really no such thing as privacy. It doesn't matter whether you're on social media or not. It, you know, um, it's basically impossible to keep all your information to yourself. Now, obviously, social media makes things a lot easier and a lot more accessible. Um, but she's she's got a point, right? There, there really isn't such thing as privacy now. Um, and even our children, as they get older, they're going to get to a point where basically everything, even this year we saw everything is online. You know, you have to make all these accounts and you have to be constantly on video feeds. And um, I don't think that's going to go away. And I don't think that's going to change for the better. So she does have a point that it's, there's probably nothing that we can do to really keep us a hundred percent safe. If somebody's out to get us, they will be, you know, they'll find a way. Fortunately, you know, nobody that I know immediately is a hacker that I know about. (laughs) Um, But if they wanted to, they could find whatever information they wanted to find about our kids, about us, about our jobs, our incomes, our houses. There's a lot out there already that's public information. Absolutely. And I think in the end, it's God that protects us. And we have to trust in our community to be, um, you know, the work of God to protect us throughout, you know. Now, one thing I wanted to share when it, um, it, on a positive note about sharing on social media, um, you know, you had somebody um, that wrote in saying that one of the reasons they do post is because they like to share stories that encourage others. And I really do feel like um, when I was posting a lot, when I was posting um, religiously on social media, it was at a time in my life when I was very lonely. I was far away from everybody that I knew. Um, I was staying at home with young children at at all times. And I feel like it was um, a way for me to feel connected. And um, I think it saved me. I'll be honest with you. Social media actually saved me seeing other people living their lives and, and knowing that I wasn't in this isolated world by myself um, and feeling like I was just kind of drowning in my own issues at the time, it helped me. And then fast forward after I had gone through this period of, um, you know this, Laura, like I had gone through this period of postpartum depression with my first daughter and I posted about it after it was kind of in the, when I was kind of in the green with that, 
I posted about it on social media. I told everybody what happened. I told them that I was going through this really tough time. I kind of felt like I wasn't, um, you know, a fit mother and, and all these things. And until this day, even though that was five years ago, until this day, whenever I reshare that story every year, I get so many um, messages people telling me, you know, I'm going through this right now. What did you do? And I'm feeling like this. And thank you for sharing. I really think social media does have a lot of benefits to it, you know, when we share wisely. And that's why I think that really what it comes down to is checking your heart when you are reading social media, how you're feeling when you're seeing other people's stories, and why are you posting? Why are you posting about your children? For me, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so my children are my life's work. You know, it's like somebody sharing about their business. It's like somebody sharing about something that they've created. We can be happy for other people when they're sharing about that. We can say, wow, you've done great work. And um, that sense of fulfillment, though we should be getting our sense of fulfillment from God only, God did create us to need community. He sent the disciples out but in twos because nobody wanted to be alone. He created Adam and then he created Eve so Adam would not be alone. There is a lot of biblical um, basis for needing a community and the disciples all ate and they dined together and, and they lived together. So I think social media can be good and it can give us that sense of community that we are lacking, that we are longing for. But at the same time, we have to be safe, we have to be careful, and we have to check our own hearts. If it's doing something to us, if it's causing us to be lazy and waste time, if it's bringing up feelings, negative feelings, then maybe we shouldn't be on it. But there is always, just as everything, good and bad, which kind of brings us to our verse for today. Laura, can you read that to us? Yeah, so today we're reading in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 10, 23 to 24. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but not all things edify. Let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being. And, you know, that first part of the verse, uh, 23, we are all very familiar with. All things are lawful, but not all things are helpful or edify. And so we want to be seeking things that are helpful to us and that edify us. But then the second part I felt was so beautiful and so appropriate to this. Let no one seek his own, but each one the other's well-being. So going back to looking, we are on social media to be a positive community together. And we shouldn't be looking for our own interests or to show off or brag or anything like that. But if our hearts, as Madonna said, if we're checking our hearts and our hearts are in the right place and we are using it as a tool to encourage others, to check in with others, um, that is a way that it can be edifying and helpful. So as long as we're careful, um, I think there is a place on social media for us to talk about our kids, our life, our life's work, as Madonna put it. I completely agree. And I think that, um, you know, each person has to make this decision for themselves. Each person has to kind of come up with what they feel comfortable with. It doesn't matter how many things I tell you are good reasons. People are still going to feel like it's not. And it doesn't matter how many times I can tell people it's not a good idea People are going to feel like it's okay for them. It is a completely individual choice and a personal opinion, um, which brings me to my disclaimer for today. <laughs> so Raising Up Cops is a podcast hosted by Laura Michael and Madonna Lewindy. None of the views expressed during this recording are the official stance of the Coptic Church or its hierarchy. These are purely our opinions, collected experiences, and organic discussions on selected topics. Now, if you'd like to reach out to us with any questions or any comments about this podcast or future ones, 
please email raisingupcopts at gmail.com or post on the Coptic Dad and Mom Parenting Community on Facebook. You can find this episode and all the others at raisingupcopts.com. And our question for next week is about the holidays. Do you celebrate with Santa or without Santa? Do you do Elf on the Shelf or some saintly version of it? We want to hear, so do a comment and send us in your responses. That's it for this week, and we'll talk to you all again next week.